Imagine you're at the end of your life, right? You're looking back on on the ride you've taken over all those years. Are you going to say, wow, I'm sure glad I barely got by all those years, cutting any great experiences or cutting any luxuries out of my life? Or are you going to say, wow, what an exhilarating ride full of experiences and impact and comfort and contribution and empowerment? Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For Love of Money, episodes that I like to call my two cents. And today, I'm actually going to discuss a really important topic. As a matter of fact, it was a recent Instagram post and it totally went viral. So I know that this is a topic that a lot of people struggle with, and it is this What is the better decision to cut back more or to earn more? when you have some kind of bill or financial hurdle that comes up. As a matter of fact, just as a concept in life, what's the better decision to be someone who cuts back or to be somebody who throws in the effort and the time to earn more? We're going to weigh in on this really heavily. And I think this is going to be one of the most important quick episodes of your life, at least for many of you. Now, before we go there, one of the best ways to earn more is to jump into a mastermind. I don't care if it's mine or somebody else's because all of you are at different financial levels right now. So go find the mastermind that pushes you a little bit outside of your comfort zone where you feel like maybe you are the least successful person in the room, but you found a way to get in there anyways. Here's why. The beautiful thing about going and finding a mastermind in 2019 that fits that criteria, that's going to be a tribe. As long as it's curated well, as long as it's run well, because there's a lot that are, well, let's call them shaky at best. But as long as it's run really well, that tribe that's curated for you is going to blow up your business. So I don't care if you've made your first $50,000 this year, or your first $100,000 this year, or your first half a million or your first million, doesn't matter. Go find that mastermind that scares you a little bit, but you know that if you don't invest in it, you're just going to have another year like you did last year. Man, tribe is the game changer, baby. The right tribe will literally take you to 2x, 5x, 10x where you would go on your own and in a hurry. Listen, if you want to check out mine, if you're a multiple six-figure earner, or if you've just gotten over that seven-figure mark, What we specialize is in training people to get to multiple seven figures while we work with you throughout the year. So go check mine out if that's you, fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Again, go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. And if mine is not the one for you, then I'm really encouraging you to go find one that is. If you have questions on it, shoot me a quick DM on my Instagram. I'm always happy to answer those. All right, so let's weigh in on this topic. What's the better decision, to cut back more or to earn more? This is often the the subject of like really poor advice out there from people that care about you, like your family and your friends and your peers, your coworkers. You know, these are people that mean well, don't get me wrong, 
but also people that are just passing down old generational advice from people who passed it down to them, really never stopping to check in and say, wait, is this the right advice or is this just the advice that's familiar to me? The advice on this subject many times comes from someone unqualified, meaning they don't have much financial success themselves, so their paradigm that they're giving this advice from is really quite limited. Or it's given from somebody programmed by what their parents did and what their grandparents did. An easy way for you to decide whose advice you really want to take on this is to always assess one thing, and that is this. Is it coming from an individual who is already where I want to go? And did they take a path similar to the one I know I'm going to have to take? Have they ever stood in my shoes before? Have they ever been where I'm at before and now they are where I want to go? That's how you decide whose advice to take on this. Is it coming from somebody who is already where you want to go? So most people will advise this. Most people will tell you, cut back, pull something out of your budget, get rid of your cable, get rid of your car, get rid of your this, get rid of your that. And there is a time and a place for that advice. Do not get me wrong. If you are financially irresponsible, it's time to clean that up a little bit. But that's not what we're talking about here. Most people will advise you to always cut back in order to improve your financial situation. However, there's a lot of problems with this advice and nobody ever talks about these. So first of all, the problem with always cutting back is you can only cut back so much until you have nothing left to cut back. You eventually reach the floor. So now what? I want you to picture like a really hot day. So you're like, you take your jacket off because it's hot. And then you take your sweatshirt off because it's hot. And then you take your shirt off because it's hot. Then you take your pants off. Hey, at least you got your underwear on because it's hot. Then you got nothing left to take off but your underwear. So you do it. You stand there naked and you're still too hot. What the hell do you take off now? Nothing. You're screwed. You can't cut back anymore. You can't peel your skin off. You're used to cutting something out of the budget and going without in order to pay a bill, or in order to get to next month. But eventually, you will run out of stuff to cut out. And now what? But learning to increase your income. Now, there's no limit to that, right? There's no ceiling whatsoever. The upside is literally limitless when this is where you put your time and effort. Picture this. First, You learn how to pay for that, I don't know, new furnace or new set of tires that you need or that new remodel that you want to do at home by getting a side hustle or selling your talents and expertise. You get creative. You say, how could I make more money? I know I could do this or I could sell this or I could perform this or I could lend this, right? So you make a little bit of money and you go and you solve that financial hurdle, that unexpected bill that showed up. Then you've started what I call the money printing machine that not only paid for that initial need that popped up, but will continue to print more money if you continue to use this new printing side hustle that you just created. And the best part is a lot of times side hustles turn into main hustles, but that can't happen if you don't first start it. Next, when you build a habit a habit of cutting back every time that a new financial challenge pops up, you actually train yourself to retreat as your default reaction, as your default personality. This is dangerous. 
And this makes you feel powerless, helpless, like you're a victim every time life throws a new bill your way. Who wants to go around feeling like a victim? It is the most disempowering state you can be is walking around retreating every time something scary pops up and feeling or labeling yourself a victim. And this is what we do when it comes to money. But train yourself to always out-earn the challenge, as Lori and I call it. Get bigger than the problem, as Lori and I call it. Train yourself to do that instead. And your new default reaction will be to rise up and win, to feel confident and empowered every time a financial challenge pops up, to feel in control of your future. Do you know what that feels like? To train your your default mode to be one that is in control, to say, I got this, to not be scared, to dictate your outcome, it's priceless. I'm not kidding. It is freaking priceless. What a way to flow through life. And better yet, learning to earn more will start to snowball in your favor and eventually create a situation where these financial problems cease to exist. Need a new set of tires? No problem. Don't even feel it. New brakes? No problem. New car? Eh, write a check? No problem. Like I mentioned earlier, once you learn to grow larger than your financial hurdles, once that becomes your default mode, you typically don't tend to stop there, right? You've tasted this new drug of power, this new drug of control over your own destiny. And so you keep going. You're addicted. And before you know It is this excess money that was once just created to pay a little bill. This excess money keeps flowing and now it turns into a savings. And then that savings turns into an investment vehicle where you can invest in other things. And then the return on that investment vehicle starts to print even more money off of the money that is being printed. Like your money's having babies now and then grandkids and it's spreading everywhere. And eventually, I'm not kidding, this thing turns into like a giant snowball rolling down a hill on its own power, picking up more and more surface, more and more snow, aka money. How nice would that be, right? Well, it's real. And all you have to do is learn to get bigger than the challenge to get this snowball started. Let me tell you, this money printing machine, this snowball rolling out of control in your favor does not happen when your default mode is to cut back every time you have a financial problem. It only happens when you learn to get bigger than the challenge in front of you. Finally, maybe the best reason of all, imagine this. Imagine you're at the end of your life, right? You're looking back on on the ride you've taken over all those years. Are you going to say, wow, I'm sure glad I barely got by all those years, cutting any great experiences or cutting any luxuries out of my life. Or are you going to say, wow, what an exhilarating ride full of experiences and impact and comfort and contribution and empowerment. I know I choose the latter. That's the ride that I choose. And damn it, you deserve to choose that ride too. How do you want to feel when you're looking back? Now, to be clear, and I want to be crystal clear, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place to cut back in order to put yourself in position to pursue an income-producing situation. Let me repeat this. There's a time and a place to cut back 
Maybe you sell the excessive cars or the home you don't need or something like that. In order to put yourself in a position to pursue an income-producing situation, you're cutting back so that you can invest that money or get clear, you know, clear the space, clear the runway to get running. That is the time that you cut back. And we've done that before and it's worked. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is what is your default mode? Are you always cutting back every time something pops up? And again, take notice, I'm not advising that you piss away your money or be irresponsible with it. Always be a good steward of your wealth. But with every decision you make, and here's what we're talking about, with every decision you make, either cutting back to solve a problem or getting bigger to solve a problem, you're either creating a victim or a victor. Let me repeat that. This is so important. This is the moment you get to choose. With every decision you make, either cutting back to solve a problem or getting bigger to solve a problem, you are creating either a victim or a victor. Someone who lives in fear of money or someone who attracts more of it. So, who have you been creating up till now? And... Who do you want to create? Who do you want to become going forward? Because it's just a choice. That's all it is. Now tell me, after listening to this, what's your vote? Matter of fact, I want you to go to Instagram, find me at Chris W. Harder, and DM me your breakthrough. DM me your vote. What's your vote? How are you going to live? In a place of scarcity and lack as a victim or a place of knowing and abundance as a victor. Lori and I have certainly chosen to live in a place of power and knowing and abundance, a place of control and empowerment, a place where there is no ceiling as opposed to there always is a floor. Lori and I have chosen to live in a place of calling our shot and finding a way to make it happen. And the key is finding a way. It's not always the way you expect, but a place of calling our shot and finding a way to make it happen. And let me tell you, When you make this your default choice too, when you decide to stop cutting back and instead to start getting bigger, when you make this your default choice, that is when people just like you, when good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.